Happy Christmas, Kyoko. Happy Christmas, Julian. So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And a new one just begun. And so this is Christmas. I hope you have fun. The near and the dear ones. The again and welcome to I've Got a Beatles podcast with Dave and Chris and it's that time of year again if you can believe it. We're recording on December 2nd and it's this year has just flown by and it's time yeah. for our uh, yeah our annual holiday gift episode and I don't know can you believe the where we are it's already December. Have you bought all your gifts yeah. already? Uh, some. Mm-hmm. I you know what I did is I did the uh, no rush shipping so I can get all those five dollar uh, credits oh, on Amazon <laughs> so <laughs> they're trickling in one after the other but uh, yeah I did a lot I think uh, I think our listeners uh, particularly our listeners who are maybe single don't have a lot of family will uh, really like this episode because they. There's a lot of a lot of Beatles stuff to buy this oh, year. Oh my god, yeah. This has been a bonanza year for releases, not only from the Beatles, but from the two major songwriting Beatles too. We had a huge John Lennon stuff and we have a, a big load of McCartney material and a new album. Uh so yeah. lots to get into and as usual we'll do our discussion of uh books that we think are interesting and worth a look. Uh, merchandise like t-shirts and other sorts of things maybe maybe chris will get into some paul mccartney jewelry options (laughs) 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 Uh, as well as our usual discussion of a new release and a reissue that are not by the beatles that we would we find interesting as well so and so that what we started with today was uh, from the new john lennon box set of imagine and we we'll, we'll get into talk about that in a little bit, but we did a whole episode on that. And uh, Chris's the rest of his uh, shipment finally arrived, so now he has the final. <laughs> yeah. Not everything. Apologies again uh, to the audience for posting on our Facebook page a link to purchase this set because for I don't know if anybody else has had issues, but I had. A massive amount of issues with that store, uh, you discover music. So they did finally, uh, in in all fairness, <laughs> get me my entire shipment. Um, <laughs> it, it, it arrived. The last piece of it arrived yesterday. Wow! So, <laughs> which is the uh, John Imagine clear vinyl, yes. uh, which is awesome, by the way. Looks so, really cool. Yeah, it's really great, and it has the poster in it, and has uh, the the little card of him holding the pig in it so mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> so wow. it was eventually worth get, getting all of that stuff but uh 
will we'll not steer you their direction again. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to yeah. start with the the big enchilada here. We uh, with the Beatles, and we already our last episode we talked about the White Album Super Deluxe reissue box set, and we were very in depth about it. And uh, thank you for all your suggestions and comments and uh, your own reactions to it. And uh, I, this, I think, I, I'm still listening to it. It's on my heavy rotation a lot. And I oh, yeah. the same thing for you as well. Yeah, we had a long drive to uh, Dayton uh, a couple of weeks ago for Thanksgiving, and it was uh, a welcome friend yeah. to us. And then I was sitting around with some family and pl- and just playing track after track, and they're just like, "Oh wow, that's really," you know. They were really amazed, uh, uh, particularly by Helter Skelter and mm. the slow, long mm-hmm. uh, Helter Skelter. They loved it. They're like, "Wow, this is really different." And, yeah, you know. So so people who aren't as diehard of fans but uh, do like the Beatles are, are also like really into this uh, like set and. Uh, I'm, you know, there's a three disc version of this, but who's buying that? <laughs> I, 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 like, buy the super deluxe. Like, you're get, missing get out on a lot of you, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you really are. There is the deluxe edition four LP you can buy. That's a that's an option. Mm-hmm. There's the just the, the straight up two LP version, which I'm sure is enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Once again, just want to mention the only drawback of the set is that the bl- the Blu-ray that's included with it isn't as user friendly <laughs> user friendly nor um, as amazing as the uh, only, and it's only in comparison to the imagine blu-ray which we'll talk yeah. about here in a little so it's a little lacking you get the mono mix you get just the album stereo new stereo mix i want to point out one uh, one of our listeners wrote in with the only drawback that he could think of was that the book doesn't have page numbers and that is <laughs> <laughs> which was a very astute observation and very true yeah, uh, and that so if if that's the worst, uh, that's saying something. And I also the packaging. There's that slipcase thing, and then once it comes up, uh, off, and you're in the, you're in the uh, looking through the book and all that. It's like getting it back in there yeah, is a little it's tricky. tricky. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and especially if you like accidentally step on it or something. It's like man, this is a mess. So, uh, but it's pretty great. And yeah. Uh, we could, you know, we played a lot of tracks from it, but we didn't, you know, you can't play so, uh, everything yeah. in an episode like we did. So, but well, let's play another track from it. Yeah, we had a listener comment who uh, uh, the listener pointed out that they were kind of impressed or surprised uh, that the there was a version of Cry Baby Cry, which is an unnumbered rehearsal. And it's got a definite Pink Floyd vibe to it. And I'm uh, my favorite Pink Floyd era is the late 60s to uh, uh, to dark side of the moon so before all that and this really sounds like it could be from that period so let's take a listen to cry baby cry now start again Samalina, Samalina, pilchard greens not pie all mixed together with a dead dog's eye one two three four Playing piano for 
got a definite uh, uh, dark kind of vibe to it. And that organ, they, they really discovered the organ on uh, the White Album. A lot of tracks have organ on it. A lot of the demos, too. So, <laughs> like, the While My yeah. Guitar Gently Weeps and uh, other other things. So, yeah, great great choice. One of the uh, uh, re- reviews uh, of this, this is from Long Live Vinyl. Uh, How best to improve an album that most people agree is too long at 30 songs? Make it longer, of course. <laughs> yes. uh, just, uh, I mean, the reviews just across the board for this have been, you know, just yeah. uh, five stars. Unanimous. Ten, yeah. And ten of ten. I don't know if we said it's a ten of ten, but it yeah, is. Yeah, oh, sure. sure. So, so uh, definitely that should be your, your number one purchase mm-hmm. uh, for any anyone yeah. would love it. Uh, I also wanted to mention just here while we're on the White Album and talking about ordering things. From the Beatles store. I have a lot of new shirts on the Beatles store. And the Beatles store is really kind of pretty great. You get a lot of like $30 level shirts. Including a great new uh, gray white album songless t-shirt. There's a really good uh, white album singles tees. Including the uh, Hey Jude Revolution tee. Uh, there's two different versions, of, or, or three different versions of Hey Jude Revolution tees. And then you get some more expensive products, like some denim jackets. Uh, you got uh, some scarves. Ooh. Uh, and then you start getting into these more boutique kind of, like you can get a Savoy truffle shirt, ringer <laughs> shirt that looks that looks pretty good for $72. <laughs> Maybe not so good for $72. You so get good. a Blackbird polo shirt for 88 bucks. Ooh. You can also get the what they're calling the Martha jacket, which I don't know how this relates at all to Martha, my dear. <laughs> but it does look Beatlesque, and mm-hmm. it is four hundred and eighty dollars. Ooh, ouch! Uh, wow. And they they also remember how we had the project, yes, a uh, thing from a few years ago from the George site. Mm-hmm. There was a four LP and turntable available. For one thousand eight hundred eighty dollars, but sadly, it's sold out. <laughs> a lot of rich Beatle fans out there, uh-huh. I guess. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of, uh, and the Beatles store, like I said, is getting better and better. They got a whole holiday section now. You can get Christmas time is here again shirts. You can get all these all these bundle packages, a lot of ornaments, mm-hmm. uh, and they got a lot of new additions all the time. So I really, I'm. I'm impressed with the Beatles store. I think they're getting better. Good. Yeah, so lots of merchandise available to supplement your White Album set. And a lot of books, too, this year. Uh, We've got many, many Beatle books. Uh, Just to point out a few highlights, and a lot of these are ones that I noticed and heard the author speak about at the White Album Symposium. Uh, So Bruce Spizer, for example, has a book, uh, The Beatles' White Album and the Launch of Apple. And it gives complete history and story of the White Album and then uh, interviews with fans who heard the album when it came out, things like that. 
and then talking about the beginning of Apple. So you're, uh, we can't let this opportunity pass without a little uh, introduction. Who's our favorite early Apple artist? Is this what you want? <laughs> yes, a little Jackie Lomax. Is that book what you want? <laughs> Is that book what you want? <laughs> Jackie Lomax and Mary Hopkin and all of the early Apple artists. So Bruce Spizer is an excellent, excellent writer and well worth getting his book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard another uh, lecture by Jerry Hammack, who has he just published his third book, Beatles Recording Manual, Volume 3, and uh, kind of taking you through the whole Beatles catalog from a recording perspective. So he catalogs all of the instruments, the equipment, the takes. So taking Mark Lewis and stuff and going more technical with it. And he gave a great presentation that I saw on deconstructing Lady Madonna and kind of building it up from different parts and uh, talking about the overdubs and the whole process. So it's wow. te- it's technical, but if you're really into the recording process, worth getting yeah 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 that that one sounds really good yeah I definitely would check it out uh We also have Ken Womack, who's been a guest on our podcast before when in his first uh interview his first George Martin book the next one is uh, Sound Pictures: The Life of George Martin Volume Two. I have not unfortunately had the chance to read this one yet. It's on my list for over our uh winter break but uh, I'm sure it's terrific because he's always got good stuff. So uh, yeah. we get to see, I think it will t- start from Revolver into the rest of his life. So 66 onward. Yeah. yeah and we, when we, way back when we uh, talked about George Martin as passing, we, we mentioned how, how much, how prolific he was after yeah. the Beatles, you know, yeah. with uh, America and yep. some other, Jeff other Beck. bands like that. Yeah. yeah. Produced a lot of great albums, so mm-hmm. including a, a, Paul, a Paul album or two. So. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, so that that'd be a great read, I think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, one one book that caught my eye is and and has been on my list all year is uh, Visualizing the Beatles. Mm-hmm. More of a sort of a graphic book than a, a and and maybe some of the uh, information is information you already know but it's really cool looking if you flip through it um it's got all these images uh with information talks about album cover design talks about has you know statistics lots of charts lots of timelines lots of things of that or like uh here's all the instruments that Ringo played here's all the instruments that George Harrison played. you know so so uh pretty 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 cool pretty cool uh like a, a small size coffee table book is, yeah. a, is what I would think of it as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, I, I, someone sent me a copy of that one. So, uh, Ooh. I, I, yes, I saw again, I have it sitting in my living room and it, it does look pretty nice. It's got some good stuff in there. Uh, what, and then there's this Ken Mansfield book, right? Yeah, so Ken Mansfield was the American director of Apple and he was also at the White Album Symposium and gave a presentation. And he was on the rooftop. You can see him in pictures. And uh, it's it's basically a story of how it came about and what it was like up there, what happened, what the whole situation with the police and everything going on and the planning. And uh, it, it looks very interesting. Again, it just came out. So I'll be looking forward to reading that one. But it's called The Roof, The Beatles' Final Concert by Ken Mansfield. 
Yeah, just released uh, November thirteenth. Yes. So yes. Uh, yeah. So yeah. A, a, a good slate of books there, Beatles, Beatles uh, books. Definitely, definitely. What a year for John Lennon. Yes. Just an absolutely tremendous. Imagine ultimate edition set uh i've you know we we had a whole episode we both raved about it then Mm -hmm. but since then i've got to spend a little bit more time with particularly the blu-rays one uh thing is when you arrive you're looking at it and and you're you're trying to compare and contrast the cd track listings to the blu-ray track listings and you might not realize at first that there's more stuff on the blu-ray right uh they gave us two blu-ray discs uh, compared to the one disc in the white album set and they added additional stuff to the to the a second blu-ray disc including more of those elements mixes mm-hmm. which are which are very good there are a few more extra bonus tracks that aren't on the uh cds uh and then one thing that was really cool that i listened to was the elliot mints it's like a little half hour audio documentary elliot narrates it <laughs> elliot mints yeah i'm john lennon yeah Record. you know that kind of thing. <laughs> that voice yeah I spoke to him before, you know, he tells you exactly what he spoke to him and stuff like that. (laughs) Uh, But it digs into the uh, some of the some of the bigger questions, including religion, no religion to mention on Imagine and some of those greater uh, controversy with uh, Paul and uh, uh, and him. And uh, I I just thought it was really good. It's definitely worth a listen. So if you have the set. Don't just fluff off, oh yeah, Elliot Mintz, but uh, give it a listen. It's really worth it. I also uh, watched on Friday night, finally got around to watching Imagine Give Me Some Truth on Mm Blu-ray. And and that also has a few DVD extras. Uh, Because it's two two separate movies, right? It's it's two separate movies. Yeah. So Imagine is like an artistic video long artistic video piece kind of an experimental film obviously a lot of the ideas behind it were yoko because there's some <laughs> there's some sequences that are are strange and odd feeling but uh and some of it plays as like little little weird little experimental films or even like little jokes mm-hmm. bizarrely fred astaire makes an appearance oh uh, uh, in, a, in a really kind of fun piece where people keep walking in yoko keeps walking in with a different uh person mm-hmm. and, and dick cavett and, and george and each person has their own like theme music basically <laughs> and then they just walk to the window and look up and then it starts over again, and walk. And it, it, that sounds tedious, but it's actually it's actually kind of fun. And, and mm. good. Uh, there's a great sequence behind the song, which I, I mentioned before when we were talking about Yoko, Mrs. Lennon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that video behind that is like really fantastic. Some of the anti-war stuff is is sort of punctuated with them going out amongst a crowd mm-hmm. of protesters, and so it, it sort of like. You know, I don't want to be a soldier or give me some truth or or kind of like accentuated with that. So that's the Imagine film. Worth a look. You're not going to watch that one too many times. (laughs) Where this where the DVD set packs a punch is give me some truth, uh, uh, which is more of a documentary. 
mm-hmm. a, not a documentary that's narrated, but it's just sort of like, well, here's them sort of working on, say, Crippled Inside, and, and you'll see some a footage. And some of those are, are accompanied with some just footage, mm-hmm. but a lot of it's in the studio, and it's just like really great. Uh, the and uh, probably why uh, "Give Me Some Truth" is the, the title of it is watching John behind the mic singing "Give Me Some Truth." Oh yeah, just absolutely electric. Him just like spitting it out mm-hmm. at the mic mm-hmm. uh, viscerally. It's just like really great. Wow. Uh, and he's a, you, you do leave him feeling kind of bad for uh, the studio text uh, <laughs> because he does not mince words. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, somebody's getting something wrong. He he gets in their face. So. <laughs> He's like, "What is the problem?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of patience. No, so, so a little bit of a short fuse there. But yeah, it's worth it's worth the purchase. I'd give it a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. It, you're uh, well. Once again, you're not going to watch Imagine too often. Though. Yeah, yeah. For, I remember I I did see Give Me Some Truth. I think a long time ago, and it it. It's very much of the time. Uh, you get the real perspective, and it, it's a good complement to the big set, uh, to the listening, to hearing all the tunes and kind of seeing what they were doing at that time. So, uh, yeah, well worth it. And then, of course, you t- we can't miss the big book that goes along with Imagine as well, which you and I both just saw recently. Yeah, I uh, purchased it as a gift for an uh, unnamed recipient. And <laughs> Thanks, um, Chris. I appreciate it. it. I can't wait to... <laughs> And it's reasonably priced. You can probably even find it for as low as say twenty five bucks mm. uh, mm-hmm. here and there. It's great. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. It's. Uh, the, I mean, the the book that accompanies the uh, set is good. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is great. This is everything you'd ever want, and more interviews. Yeah, it's, it's sort of more reflections from every single participant. Yeah, it's very uh, comprehensive. Yeah. Ken Scott and everybody mm-hmm. who even had just a sniff of helping out with this album, it seems like they got it. They yeah. got an interview with that person, so it's really good. The pictures are beautiful uh, in it too. It's just really well done. Just gotta say, and and we said this during the uh, review of the set. Thank you so much, Yoko Ono. Yeah, seriously. For this was done to perfection. All mm-hmm. of it. The books, mm-hmm. the DVD you know, the big set. So, yeah, yeah it's, so. it's great. We're, yeah. Again, I think this listening to this and the white album set and, uh, or it's going to be, this is the stuff that rewards repeated listening. And that's, that's always exciting. It's not something you just put on once and then never hear it again. Uh, so it's, it really puts a lot of, gives you a lot of perspective on that whole album. Yeah. Now, before we move on, I had mentioned the uh, clear vinyl is available. They have regular vinyl and clear vinyl, both of which have the uh, a great poster in it of him at the piano mm-hmm. and some cards. And the lyrics on the album artwork are really great. So uh, definitely want to give a thumbs up to that. And I want to say uh, we we were going to talk about the 5.1 mixes in this episode but we decided to have a special uh uh bonus episode where we're gonna talk about what what are the 5.1 mixes and there's a quadraphonic mix on this and and there's uh obviously the 5.1 mixes on the white album and 
a little bit more on the vinyl. We'll we'll talk about all that in in in, in a special episode uh, coming up, bonus yes. episode. So before we go on to one more recording, uh, we have just a couple of books: Jude Sutherland Kessler book uh, "Should Have Known Better," which is about John, but of course it's '64, so you see a lot of Beatles stuff in there. And yeah. then the the Imagine book. Those are the two really yeah. big ones that you'd want to check out for this year. There's another one. We don't know much about this one, but Being John Lennon, A Restless Life by Ray Connolly that's uh, coming out by the end of the year as well. Yeah. And that's that's about that's about it yeah. uh, as far as books go. Uh, but, of course, everyone, uh, I'm sure, be, even before they bought the Imagine set, coming out, I think, on the same day, uh, or or near yeah. nearly the same same uh, time was uh, that brand new Yoko Ono album, yeah, Warzone. And I first heard of it because I heard a version. Her, I think the album ends with her version of Imagine, and yeah. that that I sort of that's where I first heard about it. And then uh, the, here are these other tunes on there, and you were interested in one of them called Now or Never. You you question it as if you haven't dug in too deep to the. Uh- <laughs> Yoko, you haven't given it three or four spins, Dave. It's it's been a busy few weeks. I, oh uh, yeah, it's been yeah yeah. You know, there's just a you lot. You want to give it its own time. You I, want to get yes. special. It special needs its, its yes. Uh, thank you. You're right. <laughs> well, it's 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 got a lot of the your typical Yoko s- stuff that's a little uh, head scratching in it. But there are a couple good good tracks, and I, I particularly like this one uh, called Now or Never. Are we gonna keep pushing our children to drugs? Are we gonna keep driving them insane? Are we gonna keep laying empty words and fists? Are we gonna be remembered as a century that failed people? of America when will we learn it's now or never there's no time to lose are we gonna keep sending our youth to war all right, now or never from hmm. Yoko Ono from her album Warzone, Dave. Oh, I, I like the sentiment there. Uh, I think she's, uh, you know, she's quite elderly now, so I think she's a little bit frail and can't sing too much. So it sounds like she's sort of more speaking or kind of talking the songs. Yeah, I still give her credit for, I mean, it's been a busy year for her with recording and supervising all the Imagine stuff, so... Yeah, I mean it's 
an album that does have a message and a very strong message and imagine being included in it as the last track kind of uh fits with it there's war zone mm-hmm. uh there's that song where they're saying you know are we going to learn the lesson people yeah. of the united states uh there's a song called woman power another song called children power mm. so it's a it's a and a song called i love you earth so Aww. so so uh yeah. you can't you know whether or not you're into yoko stuff uh you can't say uh that she's not her heart's not in the right place no definitely because it most definitely is so i'm not sure i am going to give it a whole bunch of spins but uh yeah. it's it's good it's yeah. good yeah so lots to lots of John to dig into, lots of Beatles to dig into, and then coming up, uh, well, we've got McCartney's next, and we've got. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> there's a coming up. Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> a lot of McCartney here, and we, the, of course, the big thing from the year was his album that debuted at number one, Egypt Station, and we did a review of that, of course, earlier in the year. And so yeah. we're, we're not going to really talk about it now, but I just, the, the question though, because that came out several months ago, uh, how, well, let me ask you, have you been listening to it still since? And if so, how does it hold up from when we first, when it first came out and we did our review a couple days after we heard it? You know, I haven't been listening to it t- too much. And part of the issue is just that so much more came out that mm-hmm. is like stuff that's just <laughs> like, you cannot deny you can't like stop listening to the white album right you know you can't stop listening to this imagined set so egypt stations kind of fall into the by the wayside a little bit and once again he's barely playing any of it on tour mm-hmm. uh so i'm afraid that it's getting uh, washed away a little bit and and uh but when i when i do give it a spin i i feel pretty similarly to how we felt when we talked about it It, it's got some very good tracks on it i don't know that there's one track that's just like oh man this is a new classic Mm -hmm. uh or anything like that but as a it would be sort of like the this year's los angeles clippers of an album (laughs) which is uh filled with very very talented people and doing well yeah not no superstar (laughs) standouts but Yeah. yeah So, so, but there's a very good track, and I don't know. We like, I think I said the wrong track at the end of that episode, too. Oh. <laughs> Retract that and say that. I meant to say, I don't know, and not come on to me. Okay. But, uh, some, some good, some good, good tracks on it. And, uh, what about you? Have you been, been playing it a lot? Uh, no, not really. It's, it's, every once in a while, I'll listen to a couple of the tracks. I like the sound of Hand in Hand. That was a nice tune. Yeah, uh, there was some uh, dominoes had some nice parts to it. Uh, I don't know. It's still a great song. I still skip for you. Uh, yeah, I don't really uh, yeah, sit down and listen to the nine minute despite repeated warnings very often. I like that one. though. I, I like know you one. did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Pe- oh, people really raked us over the coals for uh, sort of being met on dominoes. That's true. They uh, did. But because yeah. uh, so, people love that song. And I, I will I'll say on repeated dis- on <laughs> despite repeated, repeated listings <laughs> I do like that track better so yeah. so th- thanks to the fans for pointing out to us sometimes when it's like hey guys we think you're missing yeah the boat yeah. on dominoes so it Definitely. is it is a pretty decent song so well, I think we'll we'll continue to listen to it and and see how it holds up but 
obviously the big interest right now at this time of year with the holiday season coming up are the three big box sets, reissues in the McCartney Collection series here. And uh, they're not out yet, so we can't actually talk about what our full reactions to them. But we've gotten little dribbles and dribs and drabs of yeah. tracks here and there. We're going we're gonna to play one of them. But it's the, the Wildlife and Red Rose Speedway reissues here. And the, the, again, the McCartney uh, marketing campaign is ramping up because we're getting unboxing videos and yeah. kind of getting into things. So what have you thought uh, so far? Just Are you anticipating them? Are you excited or kind of meh? Uh, I am excited. I'm excited. A little overwhelmed, maybe. Like, yeah. because now these sets, and initially when he was putting these sets out, he wasn't giving you that much of a of a bonus mm-hmm. stuff. And and once you're getting much more now, uh, you're getting uh, on the wildlife set, you're getting three discs and a DVD. On the Red Rose Speedway set, you're getting three discs, two DVDs, and a Blu-ray. Mm. Uh, and then there's the Paul McCartney Wings Wings 71 to 73 Limited Super Deluxe Edition which also includes a Wings Over Europe and a 96-page book and a separate thing, a 20-song Wings Over Europe. That thing, that big set, was just like priced at three ninety nine, yeah. <laughs> is sold out. Yeah, <laughs> already on pre-order. So yeah. I'm, I'm, which I'm stunned by because I was like, I'm, I can't afford this thing. No, no. Uh, so that's overwhelming. I definitely want to get. I hope. I hope there's a way that we get the yeah. wings over Europe because I'd like to hear some of that stuff. I hope they release uh, it as a separate set or something eventually. Maybe they'll let this yeah. now that it's sold out. And it's yeah, gonna, they'll do it as a regular release. Uh, and the other thing is, uh, some of these you've got uh, a Red Rose Speedway has got multiple different vinyl sets. One of which is like the regular album and a bonus album, and the other one is sort of the reconstructed what they originally thought Red Rose Speedway was going to be as a two uh, a double album. So yeah. they've reconstructed that double album. So. I don't know when we're going to be able to get through all that to, in order to give you a review of it. I don't know. <laughs> but but I am excited uh, every time I'm hearing one of these new uh, tracks uh, being released to us. And uh, just awesome is on this Red Road Speedway, we've got a, a take of Live and Let Die and in parentheses, group only, take 10. You were young and your heart was an open book You used to say live and let live But if this ever-changing world in which we're living Makes you They live and let die
Well, it does sound good. And if, if the uh, bonus tracks and things on the, the two sets are of that quality, then I think we'll be pretty excited for it. I, I, I don't know if you're going to be into alternate takes of Bip Bop and Mumbo, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but or uh, Loop, First Indian to the Moon. Uh, but, uh, there, yeah, it does seem like there's going to be some good stuff on there. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll probably just do the streaming thing for these sets and just listen to them that way. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause I'm not sure I really need a 150 page book on the making of wildlife to really complete my <laughs> life here. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to have these things. I just yeah. can't, I can't ever justify getting them. No, no. So you uh, have been checking out a lot of the McCartney merchandise too, and there's some good stuff. Oh yeah, I, I you know I, I let's give uh, Paul and his uh, marketing team a real thumbs up for it. They have had a great year. They started using Instagram really well, and they started like uh, especially in the amp up for the uh, for the Egypt Station album. And there was a lot of merchandise that came out with the Egypt Station. But since then, there's been a lot, you know, ramping up for the holiday of activity on his store, and now you can get all these like really cool looking album cover t-shirts there's a, a a yellow ram shirt there's a just a real simple mccartney shirt with the picture of him and the and the baby in the mm-hmm. jacket mm-hmm. there's a mccartney too there's a i, I dave's been <laughs> dying for a thrillington shirt it's finally a thrillington shirt yeah and and for a reasonable price too right Oh yeah, the Thrillington shirt, twenty four ninety nine. Not bad. Not yeah, bad. Venus and Mars shirt is looks absolutely great. So I'd say any of those uh, album shirts are, are definitely worth getting. Uh, of course, he also has other stuff. You know, there's always some strange stuff. <laughs> They've added uh, a few more items of jewelry. Yes. You can get a, a necklace that just says McCartney in the uh, classic uh, first album cover. For a mere one twenty seven ninety nine. Wow! And then there's also they have the Christmas gifts and and man, these wings ugly sweaters are uh, <laughs> uh, uh, wonderful. <laughs> they're really like uh, did did the there's three different uh, wings ugly sweaters up there, hmm. uh, and you can get a lot of other stuff. So so I definitely want to give a thumbs up to the Paul McCartney store doing mm-hmm. doing a great job giving us some of some things we might be interested in yeah so i think overall i mean you look at 2018 for paul john and the beatles has been really you couldn't ask for more i mean you got new material yeah. you have great reissues you've got stuff we've never heard uh marketing with oh. we got books we've got t-shirts yeah. the whole dvds everything so very very impressive. Uh, I can ask for more out of 2019, mm-hmm. which is uh, one big thing I would ask for from 2019 is how about <laughs> something from George Harrison's camp? Yes, seriously, because there's that we got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean other than stuff on the White Album, we got we got no solo. George, so hopefully uh, Olivia saw this. Uh, uh, hopefully they sent her a copy of this. Imagine that <laughs> the Esher demos from the uh, Beatles set, or from I mean, you you yeah. heard Giles Martin say they're from George's vault. So exactly. So there must we know be more. 
yeah, stuff there. There's there's a lot of stuff there. So so yeah. let's get Olivia to get uh, Giles Martin back in the uh, vaults. Yes, and seriously. Start, start bringing some stuff out and giving it to us. Uh, Ringo's been giving us some stuff. He's he's got one more book coming out, and you can get a signed copy of the Another Day of the Life, which bizarrely has no <laughs> release date. <laughs> It kept saying fall. Well, we're almost pa- completely it's winter, fall. almost. Yeah. <laughs> so, but for four hundred fifty bucks, you can get a signed copy of Another Day in Life, which is his, I believe, third picture book out soon. Soon, from Genesis okay. Publications. So, Great. and you can get that on the uh, Fest for Beatles fans site, mm-hmm. uh, which have those super expensive signed copies of books. <laughs> if you're ever looking for one of those, yeah. Yeah, next year may be interesting also for Ringo since he's doing a 30th anniversary All-Star tour uh, commencing then. So maybe we'll get some retrospective or kind of looking back on all the different people who've played in the All-Star band all these years. So so very, very good. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I could not be happier with uh, all the material Beatle stuff that we're going to be digesting for quite a while. So shall we move on to our non-Beatle items? What we always do here is we talk about some reissues of some uh, older artists, that uh, more established classic artists that uh, uh, we were interested in these reissues. So uh, let's talk about, you know, well, well we could, uh, just a caveat before we start that, we can always put the new Bob Dylan on yes. there. He's got more blood, more tracks out. You should absolutely give it a listen. It's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's our caveat. <laughs> but it would be boring for every year. Both of us picked the Bob Dylan set. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what did you pick for uh, the 2018 reissue? I uh, am, uh, apart from all my other musical interests, I've always been a big fan of the Grateful Dead and saw them uh, perform. And Jerry Garcia has been a huge influence on my guitar playing. And so I, I picked to go along with the anniversary, 50th anniversary year, the uh, Dead Grateful Dead folks uh, put out an Anthem of the Sun 50th anniversary deluxe edition. And this is a very unusual album. It was uh, essentially what people describe it as, as a, a way to put an LSD trip onto a record. And it's, it's got, so it's got these really long tracks and different parts. There's electronic music woven in and out, a very psychedelic sounding. And this set is really, the idea was to put live tunes and studio tunes together and make them seamless. And so uh, the, the album or the, the track we're going to quote from is the first track, which is a multi-part piece called That's It For The Other One. Uh, it, this is the 1968 mix, which was not heard for a long time. Uh, they they did a different mix, so I'll uh, we'll take a little bit of a listen to it. Summer sun, the diamond 
So Grateful Dead. Yes. So yeah. big, big fan, and they recorded some Beatle tunes. Uh, they, the Jerry Garcia Band did a great version of Dear Prudence uh, yeah. several, many times in concert. They recorded Hey Jude right when it came out in 68. So uh, lots of admiration for both, both groups. You know, I I never really uh, got into the Dead uh, all that much, and then they, there was a documentary I think last year. Yes, they came out on maybe Amazon like a yep. documentary series, mm-hmm. uh, and I watched uh, a good portion of that, and uh, it started started getting me more interested in them. They really have a long, strange trip of a history. They, they do, in yeah, fact, yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Pretty, yeah. uh, pretty, pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, that's a great, great selection. Uh, my selection now. Uh, here's a guy who's had quite the year, <laughs> <laughs> and that's Lindsey Buckingham. Ah, yeah. Uh, now, as uh, many of you probably heard early in the year, uh, Fleetwood Mac uh, summarily just like uh, fired <laughs> Lindsey Bucking- Buckingham from the group. He's since sued them. For costing him millions and millions of dollars of touring money. Talk about uh, a soap opera group, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah. No matter if you agree with Fleetwood Mac or if you agree with Lindsey Buckingham, this has been, an, a, I think, tremendously great a turn of events for him. Because he uh, decided to put together, uh, and uh, I think it's Warner Brothers is the label uh, that uh, asked uh, him to put together a solo anthology. Hmm. So there's a solo anthology out there, the best of Lindsey Buckingham. There's a one disc, and then there's like a three disc, and the three disc has all this live performance stuff, and that's where that's where this set is really great. Now, the one disc, just the one disc, is phenomenal. I've mm-hmm. been listening to it for months and months. I saw him live, though, and he's just so great live. And now you can see him live in a smaller venue, and you can get the full Lindsey Buckingham experience. <laughs> uh, so let's play a live cut from the set. This is from the first disc, and it, this is his phenomenal Live at the Bass Performance Hall 2008 performance. And this is Shut Us Down. We'll pick it up uh, in the middle, and you can get how just uh, you know he's such an underrated guitarist yeah yeah and he's a very emotional singer and i I, that's the two things i like the most about him so let's let's hear this track shut us down As I can 
So there's a little bit of a uh, Lindsey Buckingham. What do you think? What do you think, Dave? That sounds great. He's got a very distinctive style of guitar playing, and it's uh, electroacoustic. A lot of it, very, I don't know, it's a very passionate style of playing, and and he sounds great singing, like very yeah. passionate singing too, really strong. I we saw him at the Athenaeum Theater, and he was just fantastic. And I would just very much encourage people to go see him. Uh, what I really liked about it is. Now there's there's a, a really good uh, solo version of him playing "Go Insane," mm-hmm. which is one of his uh, solo hits, and another one, uh, "Trouble," which is another one of his famous solo hits from the '80s. Well, in this tour, he was playing with a full band, and it was like you know, sometimes I I don't like it to sound like the record, but in this case, mm. it just enhanced it. it. Like yeah. these. These uh, sort of 80s albums of his were great, but yeah. he's been releasing solo albums that have gone mostly ignored yeah, uh, for yeah. years. So this is a great way to get into his solo work, which is uh, criminally underrated, I believe. So, Well, maybe great. it worked out well to be fired from Fleetwood Mac. He gets that's, more, that's yeah, more notoriety. Like, yeah. And he was uh, somebody at the concert shouted, like, uh, screw Fleetwood Mac or something. He's yeah. like, I, I heard uh, you know that, and... You know, let's just. Uh, I, I'm just interested in moving forward, and yeah, that's you know, good. so it seems to have given him new life. Yeah, that's good. So. Good choice. Yeah. So, for my recent uh, or new release here, I, I'm going to a little bit of a retread from last year, sort of. I, uh, as you know, one of my my main life, my work is teaching music theory, professor, and so I'm surrounded by classical music all the time. And this past year was a hundredth anniversary of the birth of Leonard Bernstein, one of America's greatest musicians, conductor, composer, everything, educator. Uh, big fan of the Beatles, as we talked about on an earlier program in the summer, uh, I believe last year. And so the Royal Liverpool Philharmonic, the hometown orchestra of the Beatles, recorded a whole album of Leonard Bernstein's music, some of his most famous stuff including West Side Story, symphonic dances, uh, On the Waterfront, which is a great movie with Marlon Brando and Bernstein wrote the score. And it starts out with his uh, great overture to his operetta Candide. Thank you. 
Royal Liverpool Philharmonic Orchestra. Sounds great. Dude. Yeah. I mean, he, he was one of the few guys at the time, classical the very, you know, conductor of the New York Philharmonic, who talked about rock music and treated it seriously. And so yeah. uh, I think you've got to give him a lot of credit for that and just had such a, a mind that would uh, cover so many different areas. So uh, if you're not familiar with Bernstein's music, this is a great chance and a great disc to check out. What do you have for your well, choice? You know, I always struggle with this. And, yeah. and I, I could have played Anna Calvi's new albums, really great. Richard Thompson's new albums, fantastic. Kamisi Washington, Heaven and Earth, it's a double album, jazz album. Mm. Uh, he's like one of the be- best jazz artists going right now. Kids He Ghosts, that's a good album too. But I have to pick this album uh, from a group called Low. Uh, this is an American indie rock group formed in 1993. Uh, they've been together for a long time, 93 to now, and uh, each one of their albums, uh, a lot of their sound, it's Alan Sparhawk and, and uh, Mimi Parker, and then they're joined by uh, Steve Garrington uh, on bass. And a lot of their previous albums have been very sparse and very slow kind of tracks <laughs> and very quiet tracks. Uh, uh, Alan sings one song, Mimi will sing another song, they'll harmonize. Uh, but this album is uh, aggressively different and has a lot of, you'll hear so many layers here of things going on. And the whole album is very dense and, and has a lot of uh, audio interest to it. And you know I'm a big audio guy. But all the songs are very emotional and very beautiful. So here is, once again, I'll jump into the middle of this so we can really get some of this different things going on. There's so many things going on on this song. From Low, this new album, Double Negative, and it is called Fly. There's a little bit of low and fly. I think you've given me a new group to look up. 
uh, and the new album to check out. It's very uh, ethereal and mellow sounding. That tune particularly, with I like the vocals and the the bass line is very boom doo 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 kind of a yeah. funky bass line yeah. on that. So definitely worth checking this out. Yeah, definitely. And if you get the chance, dig back into their uh, uh, catalog because uh, mm. that a part part of the reason I bring uh, certain groups up is like. Oh, I hope you're gonna go back and listen to like Long Division and I, I could I could live in hope and Secret Name and The mm. Great Destroyer. These are all like very good albums and very different sounding yeah. uh, than that than this. But I really like that they challenge themselves and and uh, and they've been getting just uh, rave reviews for this uh, album. Double Negative got some really challenging stuff. Boy, so much stuff to get into, and I hope yeah. over the break here when school's out, I'll have a chance to dig into all this stuff and really sit with it and not be worried that I should be doing something else for school or I can actually yeah. sit and enjoy and get into all this. So uh, 2018, I think you can tell, has been a really great year for music fans and especially for Beatle fans. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What uh, Predictions, 2019. Well, definitely something. I, since I was completely wrong on the White Album, I'm going to predict that there's going to be some Abbey Road box set coming out yeah. next year. That seems like the obvious choice. Uh, I guess we'll probably have some other McCartney, maybe back to the egg because it'll be a, a anniversary year oh, or, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, or something like that. Uh, that's probably our most requested episode it is. is so, like do a back to the egg thing, but I think we're waiting for a re-release yes. so we can get into the extras and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So Paul, if you're listening, this would be a good, next year would be a good time to do the, uh, do that reissue, and I don't know. I think, yep. like you, I think we're hoping for something from George. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ringo's continuing to tour. Go to his website. You can uh, get tickets for his. He's added 2019 dates now. Mm-hmm. Paul yep. obviously has 2000. He always adds adds a never ending <laughs> run of run of the name changes on the tour, but the yeah. uh, tour just keeps. It's like one big giant ten year long tour yeah <laughs> so, like bob dylan and the never-ending tour yeah well bob <laughs> dylan's tour should end he's i love bob dylan don't get me yeah. wrong but he should not be out in public singing in front of people anymore and how about bob dylan how about a new album of new music and stuff yes. like uh he's 40s. just obsessed with frank sinatra now it's yeah like, oh, i know these so you know there's a lot of stuff there too so yeah well, we're going to uh, close out our album here with uh, another non-Beatle, although he's become kind of an honorary Beatle because of the, uh, well, obviously lots of reasons for why, but especially recently with the White Album box set, because we got to hear a clip of him soloing on While My Guitar Gently Weeps in a different yeah. take, which was pretty great. He and, also had that film out this year, uh, mm-hmm. uh, which you can see, I think, on Showtime, maybe. Yeah. Uh, which is like pretty decent little documentary about uh, his uh, career mm-hmm. uh, and and accompanying uh, album release for that. Uh, but this one, I wasn't expecting. Dave. No. And so we've got a new release from Eric Clapton called Happy Christmas, appropriately enough, beginning the episode and ending the episode, although the song Happy Christmas doesn't actually appear on this album, which is kind of funny. Uh, But it's Clapton's take on Christmas music, and uh, there's a lot of gems on here, but uh, we we think that White Christmas might uh, might take the prize here. 
That's right. That's right. So we'll play right with Christmas. Hey, everybody, have a, a great holiday season. Buy some Beatles stuff. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook and at Twitter at I've Got a Beatles. And, send and us an email can... at I've Got a Beatles podcast at hotmail.com if you want to send gift certificates or uh, <laughs> uh, anything. That's right. Send us things. I'll send you the address if you'd like to buy us stuff. We'll be, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be happy, right. to, happy to take them. So, yep. yeah. So, so thanks so much for listening and all your support this year. And, and we'll uh, be back with much more next year. We may have something else in the works for the end of the year we're not sure yet uh, mm-hmm. but uh, we will certainly be back with much more in 2019 so let's enjoy the sweet sounds of of slow hand <laughs> eric clapton giving us a little white christmas Of a white Christmas Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten Children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow I'm dreaming of a white Christmas With every Christmas card I write May your days be merry and bright And may all your Christmases be white